Okay. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Am I close enough? Yeah. We're not going to call him yet. He's driving to his girlfriend's house. So I told him we'd start recording the other stuff and then just get a hold of him. Okay. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> are you getting in the zone right now? Is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or are you napping? No. Just a little bit of both. It's okay. Don't be a dick. I still respect you. How come there's no male equivalent to the word Dick counts, doesn't it? No. Come hmm. on. Does that... You can say that anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Someone needs to invent one. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Today is June 11th, the year of our Lord, 2015. And you are listening to the show where we talk about the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. I am Jeremy. I am joined here by my co-worker, my friend, my partner in life and in love, the beautiful, charming, hilarious, talented, Christina Wise, everybody. Hello. How am I your co-worker? Well, we, you know, we have this podcasting job together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're my co-laborer. That's a Bible term for you. Mm. You're my co-laborer. <laughs> well, you guys, I want to be respectful of your time. I always like when people are respectful of my time. So I'll try and be respectful of your time. We'll get right down to it. We have a very, uh, we have, we have, an, yet again, I know this may be hard to believe, but we have another exciting show planned for you guys. Well, I'll just start from the top. We're going to talk about, uh, I don't know what to call it. We'll call it uh, the, the dad's, the father's roundup. I have some, some parenting stories to share, uh, we, which includes the, the final, the finale of the Green Grasshoppers. Um, we have a, uh, I have an exciting new thing that I found on Facebook that I want to tell you guys about, maybe something for us to do in an upcoming show. Um, I have a little bit of an update, maybe, I don't know, update, I, I talked last week about the um, wanting to find a vegan. I still want to find somebody that's a vegan that wants to share about their veganary ways, <laughs> vegan okay. ways, is that a thing? Because um, I kind of random, I, I kind of want to head that direction myself, and uh I was going to talk about that because something funny happened with it. And in that same vein of food, as promised last week, we are going to talk to our friend DJ uh, about Chex Mix. Because Chex Mix is his life. That's his thing. He's the Chex Mix guy. So we will uh, we'll get to that. And then, of course, at the end, I have some, uh, some news, some sad news about the ending of an era. Some good news about the beginning of a new era. I don't know. <laughs> You know what they say, Christina, sometimes when God closes a door, he opens a window and I'm excited to share with you about the window that I see Jump out being of that opened by the Lord and uh, the door that uh, the good Lord has chosen to shut on us today. So, um, all right, Christina, so uh, let's get right into it. Last time we get to use this song. Take me out to the crowd. Take me out to the field 
buy me some peanuts, buy me some apple, some Cracker Jacks. If I don't care if I ever come back, it's it's so it's root, 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 root. If they don't win, then it's a bummer. One, two, three, then you're out of the thing of the ball game. That's right. It was uh, my four-year-old sure daughter. I can't incorporate that into something else. Well, I don't know. I'll have to come up with something because it's pretty great. But Maybe we just recap b- baseball games. <laughs> that would be the worst. Terrible. I don't even like watching them one right. time, let right. alone recapping them again. So my four-year-old daughter uh, had her final t-ball game. Um, Christina and myself were the coaches. Uh, we shared last week, she decided not to play at all at the second to last game, the penultimate game, as they say. This was our last game of the mighty green grasshoppers it was this week. And, uh, it was a good one, I think. Right? Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Um, I would, <laughs> again, you know, in the vein of us having no idea what we're doing and watching beforehand, trying to get there early to see what other coaches are doing, um, to seal their ideas. We, we arrived a little early and, uh, to see the team before us, it was also their last game. They had trophies <laughs> they were yeah. handing out, which immediately made me feel bad. Well, I had thought w- I was going above and beyond because I bought them all <laughs> little t-balls for them to take yeah, home and practice. Yeah, their own baseballs. And I thought I was doing awesome by yeah. that. And then we see, a, not only were they giving away trophies, <laughs> they did a whole award ceremony, yeah, like ceremony where the coach pulled them up and t- talked a little bit about each of the players. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. just fail. Yeah, it uh But please talk about the other coach and the things he was saying. Oh my gosh. Okay. Because we replayed the Pirates. We played our the team that I decided was our nemesis at the yes. beginning of the season. The our season opener was against the Pirates. Pirates. Is it just the Black Is it the Black Pirates or is it just the Pirates? Their their team color was black. Yeah, but I think, I think just they're the just the Pirates. The mighty the mighty Pirates, we'll okay. say. Uh the coach is kind of a dick. Kind of a dick. <laughs> he was kind of a dick. So apparently one of the other parents on our team had told us at the first game that he was like, like, look at those grasshoppers. grasshoppers. We got them. They're scared of you or whatever. So then let's remind everyone three and four year olds. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. These are three and four year olds. So this time around, I was out there. Uh, helping my team uh, bat because as the coach, that was one of my duties was making sure that the kids were doing all right with the batting. And uh, the coach from the other team was like, yell the kids, some of the kids were like screwing around because it was like a thousand degrees. So hot. It was a Seattle thousand. So it yeah. was a, you know, normal 80 to 90. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably 85, 85 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, in Seattle, that might as well, you might as well be standing on the surface of the sun. Right. <laughs> the children are all like very melting. tired, melting, not super into finishing out no. the game. I mean, they were, they were giving it the old college try, as we right. say in the business, but they, uh, so they were tired. And some of the kids on his team were like multiple ones were standing in one position or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I thought, did you guys want to play T ball today? Because no, none of you were playing T ball. I thought you wanted to show up and play a game. But none of you guys are playing t-ball right now. You're just screwing around. And I was like, "Holy cow!" Holy, and I think I I think I overheard even one of the other parents saying like, 
calm down. Like, yeah. <laughs> we can. And let's, I mean, we had two players on our team just sitting on yeah. third base. Yeah. Just, Literally sitting. Just I mean, sitting on yeah. it. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Get Why not? a little sun, yeah. you know, some vitamin D. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there was that. And then also. Yes. Yes. My talk daughter about that? did have a giant cheering section. You know, I don't want to talk too much about it. Okay. Let, you know that my daughter has a very large family. She has obviously like I'm her dad and Christy and my whole family and then her mom and uh her she also has she also has a stepbrother and a stepsister that, ha- that so there's another no. dad half oh sorry i don't even know how these things half work brother and i've sister. never called i never said like half we've always just called yeah, just them her she brother and sister she siblings. has a brother and sister from yeah. another dad so yes. so i was there christy was there my family was there my my sister was there my mom and my dad uh your brother my daughter, my brother-in-law, two nephews, both of the nephews, friend Katrina, <laughs> friend of the show Katrina, yeah. uh, was there with us, and then also my daughter's mom came. My daughter's grandparents also attended. The other dad uh, attended with his girlfriend. My daughter's mom's boyfriend was there, and uh, the siblings, uh, and uh, my daughter's siblings were there. So it was a huge, and this is a group of people that there's some. Uh, I mean, there's some tension there. There's a, there's some history between all of us on lots of different levels, and uh, and probably and, you all haven't been together since her first birthday, probably. Oh right? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's been three years since we've all been in the mm-hmm. same space. So I mean, I'll just say I'm really glad that my daughter has so many people in her life, and I would never not want people to come and celebrate her and be a part of the things <laughs> that she's doing. But I was very thankful that I like had tasks to yes. be doing <laughs> yes you had things to do so you didn't have to talk to and so and... i did the talking for us but um that's why we i mean we were the one that sent them the schedule we could right. have just not kept it yes it's just funny that they all showed up on the last one which is good yeah yeah so um so would you do it again yeah, I totally would. Now I'm like now I really want to play baseball honestly like mm-hmm. it made me want to it made me want yeah. to get into it. So now I kind of want to get into like a rec league or mm-hmm. we have some friends that are doing a rec league and I'm hoping that maybe they need some fill-ins. Yeah. They already <laughs> so. said they would. Um, we, Cause I was trying to get the kids pumped up and I said, okay, kids, this is the last time you're going to bat ever as a grasshopper in mm-hmm. your entire life. So let's make it good. And every time someone would be on deck, I would be talking to them and pumping <laughs> them up and saying, yeah. how far are you going to hit it? show me which tree you're going to hit. Like I would get them all mm. like riled up. So I was, I said that and Ellie said, but you're just going to be the coach next time. And I kind of told her that I, <laughs> I might've hit my expertise, <laughs> but like getting the kids pumped up. Yeah. Providing snack and yeah. knowing all their names. Like that's where I yeah. I'm done. Like uh, after that, well, you, you did better pro- than me. I didn't even know their names. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably be an assistant coach for, or T-ball. You could probably, because there's one more year oh, of T-ball, sure, right? Sure, sure. You could, you could we coach it. We both could. We know. know how to Google stuff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> all the, I mean, all the tutorials that I found for other coaches were for like older kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, hey, maybe there'll be a return. I'll say my, the highlight of my day was that I taught, I taught my four-year-old to say clear eyes, full hearts, K 
can't lose. <laughs> and so <laughs> I would, anytime she came up to bat or she was having a tough time, I'd say, oh, clear, clear eyes. And she'd <laughs> say, full hearts, can't lose. She'd yell it back. You and the best part is that right I here. actually like taught her. What it means. I actually taught her what it means. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it means you don't give up. It means you keep going. Mm-hmm. It means you keep your head up even when you're feeling frustrated or tired. Mm-hmm. So I was, it was very, that was a very exciting moment for me that I, you know, t- adapted from a TV show. We, one of the kids actually drew us a picture. Oh, yeah. We have a little uh, butterfly. butterfly. Mm-hmm. So that was fantastic. But um, yeah, so maybe uh, hopefully we'll be back coaching again next year green grasshoppers round two she does want to play basketball i don't know if jeremy could no coach yeah, that that's not happening <laughs> i mean yeah i don't i don't know anything about that but uh the other funny thing that happened regarding my daughter is that we had like a father's day celebration or they had like a dad's day at her school and she made a poster mm-hmm. where i think the teachers asked her some questions and but put i it- think she really uh, got you in that picture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tiny little arms, <laughs> big feet, mm-hmm. tiny head, mm-hmm. bald head, giant body, very bald head. <laughs> I would call that just the trunk. Yeah. Your trunk. My trunk. <laughs> my center mass. Yes. Yeah. As they would say if um I was being shot at by mm-hmm. a police officer. And giant eyes on the sides of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really got you. Yeah. It's a beautiful poster. But so uh, there was some funny pieces on there. The the top it says he does computer work and podcasts at home, <laughs> which was fun. Yep. So I was like, thank th- thanks to uh, thanks to all of this <laughs> stuff that you guys are hearing. I got to explain to my daughter's uh, preschool teachers what a, <laughs> what podcast, a podcast was. She but she really loves doing podcasts. Yeah. It's like her fa- on Friday nights because or no Saturday nights is when I record. As she's going to bed. Yeah, you record your little red bandwagon podcast. She always has to say goodnight to Mike and record a little podcast where she asks him questions, Mm -hmm. usually the same ones. And and that's her little thing. And then she always says, but you never let me podcast. And it's the cutest thing. Yeah, she loves... We have like... I probably have three or four, three or four, probably 10 to 15 minute mm-hmm. shows, quote unquote, that she's recorded <laughs> with Mike. So we'll have to uh, put those out. We'll have to figure out a way to put those together. Maybe I can put them out on the takedown podcast feed or something now that they're mm-hmm. <laughs> closing the door on that. Spoiler so, alert. What else? Way, to the end of the show. Uh, some of the fun things she put on there, she put on the poster that I am bald. He is bald. Um, he eats lots of things I don't like, such as spicy food. That's, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, she said he has a little hair. His hair is super soft. That was nice. Yeah. So I have soft hair. I try and condition it and you know, I try and take care <laughs> take care of what little hair I have left. I'm trying to be a good steward of what little That's such a I lie. Have left. I need to um You think like shampoo is a scam. Yeah, no it is. You don't need shampoo. <laughs> But probably, so there was two things on there. One of them is he likes to drink pop, which isn't really true. I don't Mm-mm. drink pop that much. Though. Maybe she thinks all those energy drinks yeah, are pop. Maybe. But then it says he likes to drink pop and wine. <laughs> and then it says we go to McDonald's sometimes and I get a toy, which, by the way, we never go to McDonald's. I think And I she... never drink wine. Right. Even when you drink, you didn't drink wine. Yeah. That's the thing. So what I think is that he, she... Is talking about your mom in those. Yeah, that's definitely a grammar situation. Grandma loves the wine, for sure. Grandma loves wine and pop. 
and grandma loves taking them to taking McDonald's. Taking them to McDonald's. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> uh, when I got this poster, I picked up my daughter from school because they had like a Father's Day thing. And so I was there for an hour or so doing some stuff. And I got this poster and I looked at it and I like, I felt the need to defend myself to the teachers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, th- th- this isn't true. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't drink pop. I, I never take I, her to McDonald's. Not only do I not drink wine, I don't drink at all. I'm a teetotaler. <laughs> I never take her to McDonald's. But I also feel like uh, that would just be, I, I mean, I feel like they get a lot of that. And I also feel like it probably would just m- confirm to them that those things actually happen. Right. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, okay, Jeremy, we believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, what is a podcast? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was My fun. four-year-old knows I'd what like a podcast to see what she is would and do. told her teachers about it. I'd like it. to see what she would write about me. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I'll, ha- maybe I'll do a poster with her for okay. you. Okay. We'll see. I'd like we to see talk the things. About it next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if she says mean things, just don't tell me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I ran across this event on Facebook that I'm very excited about and I want to share with you guys about. Um, it is for a documentary called um, Treasure, Treasure Trapped. And it is a documentary about LARPing. Live action role playing, which is where people go out into the woods uh, or other places. And uh, usually it's like more more often than not, it's like kind of a medieval situation Mm -hmm. or Lord of the Rings. Um, But there's been a couple really good documentaries about it that I love. There's one called Dark On. There's one called Monster Camp. Uh, If you Google either one of those, you'll find links to watch them online. I'll try and include them in the show notes. But um, but if you're in the Seattle area, I really want you to uh, – so basically, they're going to have a screening of this documentary. I watched the um, I watched the preview for it, mm-hmm. and I'll put a link to all of this stuff in the show notes. I watched the preview for it, and it looks, uh, it looks amazing. It looks really, really well done. It looks like it covers a very broad range of LARPing, like science fiction LARPing, steampunk LARPing, really? medieval LARPing, the whole <gasps> – gambit of LARPing. It looks super interesting. Um, So this screening in Seattle, the way it works is it's kind of like a Kickstarter. They have this um, web, this like service called Tug or it's a website called Tug, T-U-G-G. And um, they have to sell a certain amount of tickets to be able to make the screening work. So they need to sell like another probably 50 or 60 tickets to this thing to make it work. So if you are in the Seattle area and uh, it's going to be on Saturday, Saturday, June 27th. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I want you to come to this thing. Find me on Facebook or whatever. If you can't find it, I'll invite you. But you need to like go and pre-order the tickets. They're like 10 bucks a person or 12 bucks a person or whatever. And mm-hmm. If money's an issue, let me know. I will pay for your ticket because I, I want <laughs> to see this you, movie. Why are you <laughs> I opening that? I want to see that? you guys come. <laughs> That's just a policy that I have. So anyway, um, and, and I will say this. I talked to the producer of this film over, they live over in England mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to try and get them hopefully on the next show to talk about it a little bit so we can, uh, we can get the word out about this event. So we would love to s- see you guys at that. Um, and I would love to be able to see the movie. So I want you guys to, um to come out. Uh, one thing that we didn't talk about uh, on our last show is w- we went to Stennis, we went to Stennis Space Center, which we talked about. Uh, while we were at Stennis Space Center, we took we took a quiz. They have a science oh, center yeah. visitors area. 
we took a quiz and <laughs> we took a quiz and went around uh it's called the the general evaluation of esoteric knowledge aka the geek test at infinity science center so this is a <laughs> this is a test where you go around you fill out this thing and you um you have to answer all these questions that are based on stuff that they have in the mm-hmm. space center mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh and then you like get a certificate when you fill out all the things. So mm-hmm. we went around and we answered the questions and some of them were kind of tough, but um I got I got an email. <laughs> I got an email just recently saying, Dear Jeremy, thank you for visiting the Infinity Science Center and your obviously deep interest and understanding in all things scientific and technical. I hope your time here was both fun and fascinating. Uh, unfortunately, you missed one question on the test, which deals with the following topic. How the Earth's axis affects seasons, the position of the sun, and the stars and constellations we see from Earth. I encourage you that to discuss... That is the one that I fought you on. Really? Yes. <laughs> I encourage you to discuss the subject with your science and math teachers <laughs> and then consider <laughs> retaking the test on your next visit to Infinity Science Center. Remember because <laughs> I said you could see Cassiopeia and you said no? So, some of these topics turn up in the form of test questions in many elementary, middle, and high school standardized tests. I wish you well and hope you continue to question, explore, and grow your interest in math, science, and technology. Sincerely, John, Director of Infinity Science Center. So are you kind of embarrassed that NASA knows yeah. that you yeah. didn't make their geek test? Apparently, John is not a listener to the podcast. <laughs> Maybe I should send him back. That is the one I fought you on. Is and it? I, and I just submitted because you're like, I oh. know these things. Oh, man. Yeah, well, so. that's embarrassing. It is that's embarrassing an for you. I, I feel embarrassed. I would have a certificate. Yeah. I should well, have just not copied you. And I we're not going to go back. We're not going to go back to Mississippi just to retake this test. I mean, maybe. Maybe we need to go back. No. Maybe we need to go maybe back. Maybe the water won't be filled with poo this time. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Anyway, had to had to share had to share that little piece. Um, all right, so you guys, I just got just got a text message from our friend DJ. So we're gonna call our friend DJ because he is now ready to uh, discuss checks mix. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Well, you guys, this is um this is our friend DJ. Is is that just is it just DJ? Is that what we should refer uh, to I, as? Well, yeah. I I'm, my real name is Daniel Justin. I am the third Daniel. My grandfather is Daniel Elmer. My dad is Daniel Michael. I'm Daniel Justin. My mom uh, thankfully didn't want a junior and I am very happy <laughs> mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Well, DJ, so I, we've been friends, me and you have been friends on Facebook for a couple of years and you're always posting pictures of, of Chex Mix and like Chex Mix that you're making. We Announcing rec- that it's coming up. Yeah. We, we recently had a uh, podcast get together for Christie's other podcast, the little red bandwagon, um, where you posted, you know, excitedly that you were making Chex Mix. You brought Chex Mix for everybody at the event. Uh, like you are, you are like the the Chex Mix guy. Like like Chex Mix is your thing. 
and so, you know, kind of in the vein of what we do on the show where we talk to people about the stuff they nerd out about. I, I know that you also like you're into cars and some other stuff. But what I really want to dig in, <laughs> what I really want to dig into right now is I want to dig into this Chex Mix situation. So could you just tell me a little bit about your history with with Chex Mix? Well, it, it all started as a response to me being broke and having way too many gifts to give at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that serves as a really good once a year gift. Everyone loves it when they get it. They look forward to it. And so it's, I wouldn't say it's expected of me to make it as a gift for Christmas time, which is when I normally do it. Or, you know, if I got friends coming in from out of town that don't normally get a chance to have any, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm expected to do it and I don't mind and everyone likes it. And you know, it's just fun. It's, you know, you get to make something, you feel a sense of accomplishment and then, Seeing people enjoy what you made for them and and compliment you on it, obviously. Yeah, but it's just fun and it's fun to make as well. So, when you when you first started making it, uh, where did you get your recipe, and has it has it cha- how has it changed or adapted over time? Well, I I got the recipe from the side of the check cereal boxes that they give you at Christmas time, mm. but. I've always been, you know, a big believer of, you know, why be good when you can be better. So I get, you know, like, like at your favorite bar, you get healthy pours of, of all the ingredients, you know, whether it's the actual cereal, the added, you know, pretzel sticks, stuff like that. We have to make sure that all that's covered. So what does that mean? More butter, more Worcestershire, more, you know, a little bit more of the different seasoning salts that it requires and, you know, just mix it together and, you know, just enjoy it. Yeah. And so so the recipe that you use is pretty much the recipe that's on the box uh with just kind of a, a little bit extra of everything. Yeah. And I've also, you know, I'll do the regular, you know, mix with just a little bit of extra. I'll do my own Chex mix where I follow the recipe but instead of say using like regular peanuts, I'll do honey roasted. Mm-hmm. Um, all adding maybe, you know, Gargetto's garlic chips because, you know, or uh, the, the rye chips, excuse me, uh, that everyone seems to like from the Gargetto's mix. Yeah. Uh, my more spicy mix that I've been, I've been experimenting with the levels of heat uh, has been, or has included uh, the Trader Joe's uh, Thai chili wine peanut, or uh, cashews, excuse me, and, and those have been a real hit. People actually really have enjoyed the, the spicy, even though I've been kind of monkeying with the uh, the levels. What I would like is a special mix. Do you take special orders? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends because you know, as as it may you know may appear that I'm I'm this you know all knowing Chex Mix guru and in, in what I make, it's pretty simple. It's just okay. I want it hot. Let's add hot stuff to it. Hmm. But it depends on the special request of like what you're looking to have in it, and I can you know. It'd be, a, it'd be a fun challenge to see if I could make something, but, you know, you have to understand it'd be a, you know, prototype. I'm not responsible for death or injury <laughs> as a result of eating. Because I like the spicy, but my favorite things are the pretzels and the those chips, the rye chips. Ah, yeah. So just so, more, of, more of those? No, just only those. <laughs> only those? Oh, I don't, the, I, oh, wow. In a Chex Mix, I hate the Chex part. I don't eat that part. I don't like it. Oh. Well then, it's okay. no longer Chex Mix. Yeah, I, you know, I, uh, I think that if I was to ever set out to try and make my own Chex Mix, I would probably like I, I just like those little brown 
cracker yeah, things, those rye crackers. Is mm-hmm. that what they're called? Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I have a feeling that I would like go out to go grocery shopping for it. Would it would be 90% And that. then I would just buy a bag of that and then probably eat just it. eat it yeah. and forego the rest of the, the <laughs> baking. So you, you mix all of the stuff together, your pretzels, your checks, your rye crackers, all that stuff. You add butter, Worcestershire sauce, all, you know, whatever. And then you bake it, right? Yeah. So all of the butter, seasoning, salt, and the pretty super hot hot sauce that I use if I'm making some spicy stuff all gets melted down in like a glass Pyrex measuring cup. Mm-hmm. I spread it over the, the cereal that I've, I've mixed together, bake it, and it's basically 250, and you uh, stir it every 15 minutes for an hour. Yeah. And you know sometimes when I was still experimenting with the various types of uh, spicy I was using, I originally started you know trying maybe chili uh, pepper flakes. That mm-hmm. didn't really work. Then I tried chili powder, not really well with that. And I was like, well, maybe some sriracha, because that's really hot. Well, there's so much liquid to get the heat level. I had to bake it for, you know, an hour and a half sometimes, maybe longer, because it was still kind of soggy. Right. But I uh, lucked upon some really good hot sauce that my girlfriend uh, brought back from visiting family in North Carolina. That's not the hottest you can get, but it's definitely not a slouch at about, uh, I want to say like 130,000 Scoville units. I don't know where that is on the scale of hot, but it's pretty up there. But spread out and baked, it it turns out pretty nice. Mm-hmm. That's the one you brought, is that right? I did both. Uh, regular okay. for the for the people who uh, uh, you know don't like the spicy stuff, and then I made spicy. And uh, actually, uh, uh, Mike and Marianne got their own bags, and I was asking Mike uh, how he liked the spicy. He said he goes, "Well, I got about halfway through the the sandwich bag he gave me." And, and I had to mix in the uh, the regular because it was a little hot. I need a little bit of cheese to keep things from going, uh, you know, a little explosive. Sprinkle That's, some. Mike puts cheese, cheese on everything to yeah. make it tolerable. Um, we in this house we loved the spicy. Yeah. We were fighting over the little bag of spicy. Yeah. Yeah. So have have you? What kind of variations have you done? Like, have you ever thought about adding like some kind of meat? Uh, some meat into it, maybe like a beef jerky or or like a pepperoni stick that's cut up. You know, that's actually not a half bad idea. Kind of like a, a I don't know if that's the correct term, an inverse uh, trail mix, where instead of it being all nuts and raisins and yeah. you know M and M's, it's Chex mix with with meat. You know, I never thought about that. It'd be interesting to see if I'd have to you know bake it along with everything else. Or if I would add it in later, I could probably do one or the other. Just depends. No, that's actually you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, I have thought about doing maybe a salt and vinegar. You know, like the chips. Yes. Oh do man. That. But I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure how to how I would accomplish that over such a large area and without stinking up the joint yeah. when I'm baking it. Yeah. But to get everything coated properly with the right ratio, I'm sure there's some uh, salt and vinegar chips I- recipes online I could figure something out. I think that you should. I mean, I'm just giving advice. I don't know why you should even take it because you're the expert. But maybe just making like the pretzel salt and vinegar beforehand and then mixing it in. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I've used different different kinds of pretzels as well. The ones that you guys have were just, you know, Trader Joe's uh, honey wheat pretzel sticks that I broke in half. Those are good. And sprinkled in. Or uh, I normally use the roll gold uh, sticks, the pretzel sticks they have because they're cheap as all get out. And... Mm -hmm. You know, like a one-pound bag or or something like that, I can, you know, do at least two or three big batches and not have to worry about uh, going without. So that's helpful. Yeah. So have you ever thought that maybe you can have this as a career, that you Ooh. start a business? 
Sell it? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But you know, it's not a half bad idea, though. I don't know what I'd what I'd have to call it because you know I'm, I'm sure uh, <laughs> the fine people at either Post or Nabisco, mm-hmm. whoever owns uh, checks, would not like me uh, infringing on their uh, you know protected name and brand. Mm. Right. Yeah, I believe I believe it's General Mills. I was doing ah, some. Okay. I was doing some research for this <laughs> show on uh, on Wikipedia, <laughs> the the best place to do uh, internet research. We should edit this Chexmix Wikipedia page and put something about <laughs> DJ being the <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the unofficial uh, yeah. Although not that employed be... by General Mills, uh, <laughs> a, a, a young man in Tacoma, Washington, named DJ is the unofficial uh, <laughs> expert of Chexmix. Yeah, it was actually I. According to this website, it was actually introduced in 1937. So I checked the cereal came out in 1937. And straight away, someone said, let's add some pretzels. It came out when when the cereal came out. It was printed on the box of cereal from, oh. from day one. It was, hmm. I guess. Oh, wow. And then so that was in 1937. And then in 1952... It got it, it really took off, and then in 1985, uh, General Mills started selling pre-packaged, pre-mixed, pre-flavored uh, Chex Mix, like as its own as its own thing. They just they were like, "Hey, enough of this hobby. Right, we're gonna shit. make we're gonna make we're gonna piggyback in on this and try and uh, try and wet our beaks as well." So, so yeah, it's it's been around for a while. Yeah, and that's and, and the stuff that you can get from them isn't bad. You know, if you're on a road trip, you don't have any time. You know, it's not too bad. They got some just some special add-ons, some of their little cracker. You yeah, know, the uh, spicy one uh, is cracker good. chunks they use. But for me, and you know, why I enjoy doing the you know the healthy pours of you know whether it's the salt or the Worcestershire, you know, usually people save some of this, or maybe I'll make it in the summertime. You know, it's a good reason to you know at least for myself and my friends, you know, hey, have a nice cold beer on a hot day like today. Yeah. You enjoy some of that, but it's just it's just fun to make it as ridiculous as that may sound to some people. No. Uh, have you ever have you ever I mean I know that these exist. I know that like a dessert checks mix exists. Have you ever personally tried to make a dessert checks mix? No. And it's uh not that I don't like the sweet, but I'm more of a savory guy. Yeah. yeah. Myself. Because, you know, I can get my sweet in other places, but I've had I think it's called Muddy Buddies. Mm. Oh, but I've had it, other people that, that have made it. It's really good. I like it. But I'm not a big fan of making it. It seems like an even more of a mess than just yeah. doing what mm-hmm. I'm already doing with all the chocolate and yeah. everything else. I feel like there is a lot more potential for mess making with the uh, – Christy's mom actually makes a wonderful dessert Chex Mix that she calls Fantasia. No, Narnia Mix. Narnia Mix. And it's because when that movie came out, it was on the side of the Chex Mix. And it's delicious. Jeremy loves it. I (laughs) hate that she calls it that. I hate that she brings it everywhere (laughs) and thinks that everyone wants it and pushes it on people so much that just hearing the word Narnia now makes me want to punch you in the face. Trigger warning. Yeah, totally trigger warning. Trigger warning warning on the uh, dessert (laughs) Chex Mix talks around Christy, I guess. Yikes. Well, DJ, I have a challenge for you. Okay. Um, friend of the show jen claims that her mother makes the best Chex mix in mm. life mm. okay so maybe we can have her make some and you make some and then at our meetup on the 11th oh yeah taste test yeah I, i'll do the best challenge on that okay. I'll, right. I'll you know i'll bring but but see i'm you know i'm i look at it like this you know 
the fair fight is a fight that I win, so you know I'm going to bring some spicy and bribe the judges. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. you should do that. Should uh, do. Also, bribes of cash work really well for me personally. <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just, I'll just say that outright. So I just had this idea, and I wanted to. Uh, are you familiar with the show Shark Tank, DJ? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, so I just had this idea, and I think that we should get on Shark Tank and we should pitch this. You know how when you go to like Chipotle or Mod Pizza or something like that, they have like they have all the different sample, like all the different. Um, uh, ingredients that you can put on the pizza or in your burrito or whatever they have them all out in separate little bins and then you go down the line and have them have them mix it together so here's i'm thinking that we do something like that but with checks mix so we make like a checks mix bar restaurant type place where you come through you pick your base items, your mm -hmm. checks, your rye crackers, the quantities. You have a whole bunch of different add-ons that people can do, different nuts, different things, you know, sweet stuff, savory stuff. You pick all that. And then the, you have four or five different sauces that you can get drizzled on top. They do all that. Then they dump it out onto a cookie sheet and put it in like a pizza oven or something that's real hot that can cook it hot and fast. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of like a, it's like an old country buffet, but for checks mix yeah. and while well, well, it's shameful. Or like well, Subway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is a terrible idea because checks mix is when you eat checks mix for dinner, you do that shamefully. Mm -hmm. You don't go to but a yeah, restaurant I, I, to no eat argument. it. Well, but I mean, it would be more like a snack, like a like an afternoon situation. Maybe these stores would only be open in the af in the afternoon hours for okay. for people. Like, a, it's a between lunch and dinner thing, you know, for the for, for somebody that somebody that's just out to get a cup of coffee or out on a on a, on a walk during their lunch break at work or something like that, and they don't want to spoil their dinner, but they want a little snack, want to get some want to get some 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 flavor. I don't know. Right. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll portion, toss it portion portion size would be uh, would be an interesting go since you know a, a standard batch is mm -hmm. you know three cups of you know each of the three cereals, mm -hmm. almost you know cup and change of whatever kind of mixed nuts you want to put in. Yeah, about the same for uh, pretzels. So it'd be interesting to portion that out. But you know, I bet you get some really crazy uh, you know combinations, some some you know variable uh, checks with graveyards as you know you would apply it to a sewing mm -hmm. machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think we're on to something here, guys. So you know, I I personally I would like to see I I would like to see some kind of checks mix. I I'm into like the weird stuff. I want to find some weird variations. So maybe I'll. Maybe if anybody out there is listening, if you have like a weird recipe or a non-traditional recipe for Chex Mix, send it in to us and let us know and I'll try and make some of it and we'll let you know how it goes. Because I, you know, I, I think it'd be fun to try and have some kind of fruit in there, maybe some dried fruit of some kind. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. Maybe like a, maybe even, oh my gosh, here's an idea. You know those, uh, those veggie sticks that you can get mm. at Costco? I know what you're going to say, and I don't think in. it would be a good idea because they're kind of styrofoam and they kind of melt with liquid. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Just workshopping it. Just tossing <laughs> some ideas out there. Well, DJ, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk with us today, and uh, we'll look forward to we'll look forward to the checks mix off with you and listener Jen and and whoever else decides to throw in a recipe between uh, oh. now and uh, next month. Oh yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'm I'm ready for the challenge. I'm up for it. Oh, and thanks you, a lot for having me on, guys. Yeah. Uh, if do you want people to find you online, and if so, where should they find you? 
Um, I'm mostly a disappointment in all places of social media that I reside, whether it's mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, or mm-hmm. Instagram. But, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a hard sell. My name, DJ Moffat on Facebook, Twitter, at DJ underscore Moffat, two mm-hmm. S, two T's, and E in between. We'll keep an eye out for that. All right, DJ, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right, bye. 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 Well, that was um, that was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Seriously, you guys, I I know I feel like with Chex Mix, everybody has somebody in their family that is the Chex Mix person mm-hmm. in your family. So I want I want to get the recipes that those people use. If you have a Chex Mix that you swear is the best, or your uncle's Chex Mix is the best, uh, let us know because I want to I want to hear about it. I want to know what's in it. I want to know what ingredients you like, what ingredients you don't like. I want to uh. I want to hear. I want to hear about it. So, uh, without further ado, let's make our next call. Okay. This is quite the exciting uh, uh, episode. We have uh, our segment. Our by. I don't know the right <laughs> word. Our second edition of okay. uh, Think Critically with Jesse D. Think critically with Jesse D. Talk about the news of the week. Think critically with Jesse D. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It is going. <laughs> All right. So here we are for our second, our second, uh, segment with uh with jesse mm-hmm. um so jesse i had a uh christy listens to this podcast called tbtl and and they had a segment on that show called why it matters where they would just talk about why things matters and for this episode of of our segment with you i wanted to talk to you a little bit about kind of the voting and the political system as a whole and and why it matters uh because um i i identify you as somebody that's kind of active in that whole world. I, I think you worked in the Capitol for a while. Is that right? That's right. I worked for the United States Senate for about three years and have worked on uh, congressional campaigns and other. It's been many. It's been a few years since I've been really active. But through my, my show, I consider myself pretty active and, you know, trying to, like we say, move the conversation forward. So I'm yeah, I'm passionate about it. Yeah. So so I came across, uh, you know, p- people it's it's getting into election season that's ramping up here <laughs> and uh, people share, you know, pictures of politicians with quotes and stuff all the time on Facebook. And I came across a quote from uh, Bernie Sanders. who He's running for president, right? That is yes. correct. Yeah. He is the third um, declared candidate. He is a senator from Vermont. He is the he's a, an independent, but really he is a democratic socialist, kind of a Scandinavian type of socialist. So I, I came across a, a a quote from him that said, "One of the greatest tragedies that we face today politically is that most people have given up on the political process. They understand the political deck is stacked against them, and they think there is no particular reason for them to come out and vote. So they don't, or and they don't." Uh, so I saw this, and this kind of what prompted this whole this whole uh, segment idea with you uh, this time around is because I ver- that statement very much resonated with me. I I don't 
have not had a lot of interest in the political system or the political process because it feels so untenable to me. It feels so far out of reach. Right. Uh, and I just feel, you know, I feel apathetic about it. And and I know intellectually that that's not that that's not right. And I feel like I have a certain responsibility to kind of uh, to to do something about it. But I, I wanted to see what uh, what your thoughts were. Well, I've never been. Well, first of all, let me let me let me address his statement. Um, I agree with a lot of it, but he's trying to motivate people into staying involved, I believe, and he's using language that would dissuade them from doing so. <laughs> One of the greatest tragedies that we face today politically is that most people have given up on the political process. And then this is where I, I think he's, he's fucked. They understand the political <laughs> deck is stacked against them. So he's just saying, listen, oh, it's such a tragedy that people aren't involved. And the reason they're not involved is because they know nothing that they do will, will change anything. <laughs> It's it's a maybe it's just a poor choice of words that someone chose to put on a meme, but I don't believe that. I believe that the power of one voice can can stir the souls of others to action. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't have my goddamn show if it weren't for the <laughs> fact that I thought I could motivate people. Not me motivating them, but the conversation mm -hmm. could stir interest mm -hmm. and movement. You know, not that kind of movement, but, uh, <laughs> interest in the, in the political process. It, yeah. Absolutely one person can make a difference. Um, and it bums me out. I wish I used to, when I first joined, uh, again, the Marine Corps, when I was <laughs> younger, I should just start saying when I was a younger guy, but when I was a younger guy, I hated my generation because I felt that they were so apathetic and they would never want to make a difference and never wanted to get involved. And I don't so much feel that way anymore, but I, I mean, with, with as much intensity as I can muster, yeah. Yeah. let me, let me dissuade everyone listening to the sound of my stupid voice. <laughs> you absolutely can make a difference. If you can, if you can talk to your neighbor about something you're passionate about, you can change their heart and their mind and the soul that they don't have because <laughs> because no one has a soul because we're just flesh and blood <laughs> right however yeah. so so yeah absolutely i i disagree uh in, in in australia it is compulsory to vote that means it's mandatory mm -hmm. you you will be fined and i believe if you continue to not vote they can put you in jail i don't know for sure about that hmm. but it's it's mandatory to vote it's not here and I think people look at the people get carried away with other people's apathy that, yeah. oh, well, only 40 percent of us vote. Oh, yeah. See, there is no there is no reason to, to try. I, and don't take that on its face. I mean, don't be persuaded by other people's apathy. Yeah. Get involved. Fuck. It's every voice counts. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, if enough people say my vote doesn't count. That 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 those those one votes start to add up after a while, I suppose, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And can actually make a difference. So, Christy, you used to be used to be like really involved in in the Democratic Party here locally. Is that right? Mm, I was a delegate for Obama in, in his first his first run what from my nice. city. What does that mean? Um, we're we're a state that runs by caucuses. So, in the primary election. 
um, you, so you go to a neighborhood school and then you're divided up by neighbors, neighborhoods, and then you fight for getting to represent who you want mm-hmm. and you, it's a whole day of it. And I thought it was super fun, but I'm a nerd. <laughs> so, um, we just stood up and said why we, first who we wanted to vote for. And then it came down to, okay, the, I lived in Kirkland. So the Kirkland area, there's three people for Hillary. There's five people for Obama, um, in just the numbers. And then, then you submit that to the state. So I represented for my neighborhood, hmm. which then became the bigger city. Yeah. And then the That's state. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Christy, let me ask you, because mm-hmm. I've never been involved in a caucus system. We have primaries and we have caucuses. Mm-hmm. Iowa is a caucus system. So like you show up in a, in a, in a gymnasium for some school mm-hmm. and is this the way it works that you kind of try to persuade your other delegates? Yep. And then, oh, okay, these are the Bernie Sanders people, or in your case, these are the Obama people. You go to that corner of the gym, mm-hmm. and all the Hillary people, they go over here. And then you talk to one another. You, and you try to, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you try to get the Hillary people to come over with you into the Obama corner. <laughs> oh, yes, cow. it's so fun. And <laughs> I actually went in being on the fence on bo- both of them and was swayed. Yeah, I never I I've never understand you people, you fence riders. Well, I mean, they're basically I mean, they both have the similar ideals. Right. So yeah, sure. it's not like I was between Bush. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't a whole right, ideal right. system. Yeah, I don't understand um, swing voters at all. But with a certain person that holds my same ideals. And my only reason for going for Hillary at the time was because she's a woman and I thought that would be awesome. And that's not necessarily the best reason. <laughs> no, but vote. you know, well, listen, if it's, if it's, if it's a lowercase a and a, and an uppercase a, there's still a's. There's just a slight difference between the two. You chose the handsome black case a. <laughs> well, and the, the week before I had seen him speak and he was so charismatic and just had the whole room just filled with yeah. such hope. I mean, I, that okay. that's kind of sounds cheesy, but <laughs> no, just, I get it. Christy's crying right now. Left <laughs> with just a sense of hope and accomplishment, and just being able to, I don't know. And I thought I want him to represent me. So yeah, there it was. And yeah. to me, this seemed like a quote that could have been from anywhere. They they make it on a meme, so it looks like he's actually making a speech about it. But he could <laughs> actually be talking about um, voting rights or. Um, yeah. I mean you you never know. It's completely taken out of context. Sure. Yeah. Well, I know I know enough about Bernie Sanders to know that he is uh he's a guy who doesn't shy away from the most leftist yeah. of positions. That's so. why I love him. <laughs> no, I listen, I don't love him. I I think he's bad for America, but I'll say this. He is an honest fucking man and you could never say anything other than that. That he really truly believes what he believes. And he's there's no scandals involved with this guy. He's not a liar. I believe he's just wrong about, you know, how to how to do things. Yeah. But I think he's a beautiful guy. Fuck. Yeah. He's got a very shiny. Uh, he's got a very shiny head in this picture of him so, that I'm looking at right so now. So who are you pulling for? Uh, you know, I don't know nobody yet. Nobody. No I, that would be the answer. Um, I mean, for rumors wise, who would you stand in a gym for for eight hours? <laughs> Uh, someone who hasn't even announced yet. His name is John Kasich. He's the governor of Ohio. He used to be the commerce secretary when he was a, c- a congressman. Okay. Yeah. How long and is- my- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, how long has he been in office? 
Oh, since when I worked for the Senate, he was a congressman, and that was in the late nineties. So he's okay. he's been around a long time. He's a younger guy, though. He's not he's no Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> he's a guy who really has, and this term is really overused, but kind of a compassionate conservatism outlook. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I also think he's pro gay marriage, which is my it's I have a litmus test. If you're if you are pro taking away someone's rights that we all everyone else has, then fuck you, you don't get my vote. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that limits your your uh voting to very slim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Because I don't usually or typically vote for Democrats, so Yeah. Which is it's <laughs> it does. It cuts me well, it cuts me to the quick relative to my choices. The, the bad part is that um the state of politics and how it is and how the right has to cater to uh, the churches and the religious right. Mm-hmm. Even if you are for gay marriage, you can't say it. Yeah. Well, even Obama, even Obama. Right. He tiptoed around it. Yeah. You voted. No, he didn't tiptoe. You voted for a guy who was on the record as saying he believes marriage is between a man and a woman. And that's it. Yeah. That's that stings, I know, but that's fucking fact. <laughs> and the reason is, is politicians are so used to, and this is why Bernie Sanders is so unique. Politicians just being fucking liars, and no one even. Well, we're just so used. Oh, he's a politician. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be fucking lied to. Yeah. Tell me the truth. Uh, I'm getting mad. <laughs> I know, me so, too. <laughs> so get out there and vote, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's here's my the thing. Away. Find your guy. Yeah, yeah. Be in contact. This. this is the beautiful thing about not only what we do with podcasting, but what we do with when you have a Twitter account. The yeah. democratization of information and ideas through technology is a goddamn beautiful thing. Yeah. Because we are all just idiots who have the ability to talk into a microphone and have thousands of people hear us. Yeah. You can do the same thing with Twitter. Get out there. Hashtag this. Hashtag that. Get get your message out there. Move the conversation forward. You're no different than me, except for the fact that I have this dumbass voice that comes out of my face (laughs) and a fast internet connection to load up my voice coming out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Thank you, Jesse. Hey, thank you. I don't know if we've solved anything yeah. or just created more problems. I don't know. Like, we, I, I we feel, started I, a dialogue. That's I feel all that matters. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Move the conversation forward. It's the conversation that matters, mm-hmm. and your vote is part of that critical conversation. I like it. All right. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. So there it was, guys. Uh, I think I think we're running out of time not that we actually have time but i generally try and keep it about an hour or so because i feel like otherwise you end up having like two hour podcasts and it's (laughs) completely daunting like (laughs) like christy's podcast uh so i just had some quick news to run over the other show that i'm on the takedown podcast announced today they are no more this episode 113 was their second to last episode they're going to put together one Final farewell. Uh, basically, Matt, one of the co-hosts, Matt, what just decided that he was uh, he's got a bunch of stuff going on where he's just getting super busy because his life's going really well, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of time for that show to be done. So 
Fire con Dios, Matt. Fire con Dios. R.I.P. T.D.P., as I've been saying. Uh, we have some very exciting upcoming shows in the works for you guys. I'm going to work on getting those LARPing folks on there. Please, I will post links in the show notes. Uh, go to the website. Come to that event because uh, and get your tickets because I would love if that actually happens. And I think that if you're into this show and you've made it this far, I think that it would be interesting for you. Uh, friend of the show, Chris Schulteis, the ultra runner that we had on, the guy that runs 100 miles for fun. He got into something called Western States, which mm, is the Super Bowl thing. of ultra marathons. He's going to be running that at the end of the month. And we're going to try and get him on before uh, for maybe a short segment just to talk a little bit about it and preparation for it and what he's doing. And then we'll get him on afterwards to give a recap and talk a little bit how it went. So he reached out to me and wanted uh, wanted to come on and talk about it a bit. And I thought that would be a fantastic idea because you have to really nerd out about running to uh, willfully subject yourself to running 100 yeah. miles straight through uh, through the desert or through through the mountains. What does he win? Uh, nothing. You don't win anything. You you get a belt buckle usually. Usually with ultra marathons, instead of medals, you get belt buckles. I think. Why? I think. That's stupid. It's just kind of their thing that they do. Okay. So, um, you guys, if uh, if. Uh, if you guys have stuff that you'd like to hear, people that you think we should interview, topics you think we should cover, stuff that you think we should talk about, we have a long list of people that we're hoping to reach out to, but we'd also love to hear from you guys. So you can just uh, hit us up on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. All the ways to contact us are on there, Twitter, Facebook, email, text, web form, anything you want, and shoot us a message, uh, or you can even comment on the show posts and just let us know let us know what you'd like us to talk about because we are here at your service. I will gladly reach out to people if you think we should um, and we would love to hear from you. And then the last thing I wanted to say was uh, our friends that we've had on a couple times, uh, the Eureka podcast, we've talked about them quite a bit. We're hoping to get Craig on soon for an upcoming show. We've had Jeremy on a couple times. Um, they've had some crazy, they've had a string of crazy guests. They had one of the writers from the trailer park boys. They had Andrew WK <laughs> on their show. So uh, go check them out. EurekaPodcast.com. It's just been a while since we mentioned them. So I just wanted to say hello to our friends over at Eureka podcast because they're fantastic. And uh, you guys with that, any last words, Christina? Never wait for cake. And, uh, let's get crunchy. Let your nerve flag fly!